Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Landy Lodge. Uh, major love and shout out to Akira the Don, who uh, made the song you're listening to right now. And major love and shout out to the Sages of the Lodge. Those who donate as little as $1 a month to keep my nonsense going all these years. So, major shout out to all of them. Major love to all of them. Want to give a special shout out to the Hidden One, who is a Sage of the Lodge, but isn't on this list. Either it didn't go through, or I forgot. But I didn't forget you, Hidden One. Sage is a Sage. But uh, anyway, it's good to be back. Uh, I'm excited to talk some Kingdom Hearts today. Um, really excited to talk some Kingdom Hearts today. I love it whenever we get anything, whether it's the breadcrumbs of a new symbol or, oh geez, I don't even know, whether it's just like a trailer. It's like no matter what they give us, it always gets me excited to talk about. So let's load in the chat here. I see we got a number of people in here already. We got Just a Waffle, DJ Ghoul, Sage of the Lodge, and MA. Everybody's already chilling. It's great to see. I see you guys are quoting the uh, All of This Is Decided video. I, uh, you know, maybe tomorrow's podcast, I'll let that be the intro song, uh, by, backed by popular demand. Uh, let's see. I see the hidden one is here. They are, see, they are, they are. How's it going, dude? Thanks for hanging out here. So, listen, I want to get right into it. I want to get into it literally as quickly as we can. So, without further ado, here, let me minimize this. And for those who may not know, for those who may be joining us, but otherwise have not heard the news, let's cover it briefly before we move forward. So, as you can see on screen, through the Kingdom Hearts Dark Road account, a new image was dropped alongside an announcement on the progress of Missing Link. So, in case you haven't seen my video earlier in the week, or you haven't been caught up to speed, just to put this all in layman's terms, essentially what they're saying is, they're going to be starting the closed beta test soon, but they're only doing them relatively local and rolling it out slow, but that we could expect to hear more soon. What that means, another trailer, another announcement update like this, I don't know. But... It gives us a lot to look forward to. Patari is here too, hanging in the chat. What's going on, man? Says, I enjoyed the Lushu no-name video. I that's that's a video I really thoroughly enjoyed making. Um, and like I enjoy making like 99% of the videos I make, but that one in particular, uh, I was really fond of making. It was a lot of fun. Um, but anyway, to get back into this here, so again, this was an announcement that dropped. Was it was it as early as yesterday? No, it was two days ago. Okay, time. Time doesn't move that quickly. Anyway, so we have a lot to expect, but Nomura doing his Nomura thing gave us a little bit to chew on here. And that's this new symbol. And you know what? I'd actually like to blow it up a little bit for you guys. Get that a little bit bigger. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I'll minimize it a bit. Come on now. So there's a lot to observe here in this symbol, if we're being honest. Um... I don't even know where to begin, but I, I suppose I'll, I'll start where I started on the video uh, the other day and just say that right away, the first thing that comes to my eye that I can see here, um, and yeah, if you guys have your observations, feel free to share them. I'd be more than happy to, uh, to point some of them out, but let me just start with the things I've been able to notice right away. As I mentioned, obviously we could see the nobody symbol in here. Um, you know, I've seen some people try to trace out the unversed and the heartless symbols as well. Um, I think those are viable. I just don't think they're as on the nose as the nobody symbol. Like the nobody symbol is right smack dab in the middle and it's very easy to pick out. 
What that means, I suppose we can get into that a little bit later, but I, I do think nobodies are going to be a big part of the next arc. Um, there's been a few hints towards that, and this one only adds to it. The next we have the Seven White Arrows, which could be Seven Dandelions, could be Seven Guardians of Light. I'm more inclined to believe it's the Dandelions, um, just because... As pointed out by a lot of people, and I'll be crediting some people who were kind enough to point this out to me, at least on my feed, this is the shape of a dandelion leaf. So, I believe the best guess, the most charitable guess we could have, is that this is a representation of the dandelions. Especially since the next arc is a pretty much about tying in the dandelions to the modern era. Um, and we see that right away with Sterlitzia in the Kingdom Hearts 4 trailer. And I see we got M.A. in the chat who's confirming that they've seen people pointing this out as a dandelion leaf. The next thing, I, I see these, these, if you count, see the three nobody sigils right here, like one, two, three. If we count these four on the outside, all of that would add up to seven. So maybe this could be like seven nobodies that are going to be contending. Or maybe this is like the seven guardians and this is the seven dandelions. Actually, no. You know, now that I think about it, when young Xehanort and young Ericus were setting up the next game, there were seven black pieces, right? So maybe that's what this represents, where this is like seven white pieces, dandelions. This could be a representation of those seven black pieces. But I don't know. Just spitballing here. The next thing I'd point out, obviously, is what we got going on up here. So, again, we have five. Mentioned this before, but the only group of five I could really think of is the foretellers. Whether you want to make that, I mean, yeah, the only group of five I could really think of is the foretellers. But I'm not sure how involved they're going to be in Missing Link. The negative space may be importance is random. Yeah, no, that's... Well, you know, this too, if we take these two halves and kind of squeeze them together, I'm pretty sure you would get the Mickey Mouse ears or something close to it. But with this part up here, I'm not sure what to make of it. Because remember, this is supposed to be missing link relevant. I'm not sure the foretellers are going to be part of it. So maybe five dandelions are present or maybe five others. I don't know. But overall, when we just look at this symbol at face value... This is what we come away with, you know? Now, I wanted to talk about a few things. Notably, let's see, let's see. Let's pull this up. So if we look at this, how it is here, this is them facing in every direction. Let's get this over here. There we go. So here they are facing in every single direction. Now, I think it looks like the Keyblade. I'm gonna pull up put, putting the Keyblade itself over these, over these. But when I flip them around, whether it be facing upwards or facing towards the side, I really can see the Keyblade in there. And I really think it is compatible. Where I, I guess we could switch back and forth. Let me pull this up now. Like, check this out. Check. Did I get that right? Yeah, check this out. You know what I'm saying? Like, it does seem relatively compatible when I look at it this way. No matter which way I flip it, it seems to work. Now, remember what my issue was before, right? Let's pull the other one up front. 
So I don't know what to make of these five vertical lines, right? This is what's been throwing me off. But if we do look at the Keyblade, we have one, two, three, four, five. So in that sense, I'm not sure that's what this is getting at. I'm not sure this is it, but it's the only thing so far that's given me an answer for those five pillars at the top. If anybody in the chat has heard anything or has their own theories about the five pillars at the top, I would be happy to hear it. But as of right now, with everything I've seen and everything I'm looking at, nothing seems to explain the five pillars better than this right here. Now, the idea that these seven sort of arrows could be a dandelion leaf, maybe that's what this is based on too here. I mean, it is green, you know, the color of a leaf. And it does seem to have that dandelion leaf shape. It's got more pointed edges. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five, six. So it's got 12 pointed edges. That's actually, come on, there's got to be a 13 in there. One, two, three, four, five, six. Nope. So it's got 12 pointed edges, but we will see. Five union leaders also looks like a crown. Now, okay, see, see, that's, that's what I needed. So that could be the five union leaders sitting at the top. Okay, see, now that's a great alternative, DJ. That's a great alternative to what we were getting on. So Hire says, someone also mentioned that it may be a compass, which relates to the game being like an ARG Pokemon Go. Yes, but I'm, I think that mode is optional. So I'm not sure how much weight they place on it, but that, that is a great, that, that's great to include that. Let's see. Let me see what else we got here. Hey, what's up, Kid Q? Says, let's go. This is what I like. Yeah, listen, man. When, when Kingdom Hearts and Nomura give us something to chew on, the Landy Lodge is going to feast. And now I see we got Silver Dragon chilling in here. How's it going, man? Lily says it looks a little like a Lux symbol or the Book of Prophecy symbols, too. We're going to pull that up later. We're definitely going to... I've got a little something on the Book of Prophecies with this that we're going to put up later. I'm seeing the five pillars piercing a heart. So that's interesting, right? Maybe the five... Okay. Hmm. But there's only four union leaders. Right? Hello again, Brady. Hello again, Mr. Lanny. What are you cooking today? We're cooking up on this symbol. Um, but here's the thing. I definitely think you're looking at because it almost looks like a lock and key, right? That's also something I've, I was looking at too, is it looks like this is like a key going into a lock in some senses, right? So maybe whether it be the five union leader, leaders, whether this be the five union leaders or whether this be some the dandelions, whatever this has got to be, maybe a group of five need to come together to unlock this that allows the dandelions uh, to maybe break free. I don't know. Wildcat Diana says, hello, Landy. First time joining live. Well, welcome. The five pillars could be five union leaders, and that seems to be a to be crowning a heart. That design matches to a type of medieval crown, which, yeah, and if we look at the Scala that Missing Link is going to take place in, there are some relative, like, rustic medieval vibes being thrown around. But again, if we just switch back, we see how this could work with this too. And that maybe this is alluding to the Keyblade, 
Because maybe the Keyblade was the key... I mean, this is going to sound so cheesy, but maybe the Keyblade was the key to everything. Maybe at the end of the day, the whole crux of the Master's plan was that he needed Sora to get a hold of the Keyblade. And now that the Keyblade has been forged and it's been unlocked, maybe that's what ignites the Master's plan in motion. Valkyrie says, what if the five pillars are the new union leaders for Missing Link? And we get new characters. Say, okay, there we go, Valkyrie. Because that's what I keep coming back to. This is obviously a Missing Link relevant image. Let's just pull this version back up. And again, maybe in Missing Link, we're going to get five new union leaders. And maybe that's who this is going to represent up top. But also... Doesn't it also kind of look like a seashell? Right? Even more characters to remember. <laughs> yeah. But don't you guys also see a seashell? Maybe I'm crazy. But I also see a seashell here. You know what I'm saying? All right. So now I want to move into a few other things. Ah, Felicia and Guides dropping in back to back. All right. Before we continue, let me give you guys both a shout out. How is it going? Thanks for dropping in here, the two of you. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you're following both Felicia and KH Guides on Twitter and YouTube. Uh, great members of the community. And while we're at it, Violet Unverse has also joined the party. Uh, please follow all three of these creators. They're great, great pillars of the community. Very, very positive people. Uh, always a good time. Always a good time hanging out with them. Um... But, you know, we can come back to some of this. We can come back to the, the five pillars at the top. We can come back to whether this overlaps with the Keyblade. But first, before we maybe go down too many rabbit holes, there were a few other instances I wanted to cover. So again, we were over here looking at the official release for Missing Link. And as covered, what we can expect is that recruitment's going to start soon and the beta testing will get rolling. However, I think it's going to be a slow rollout. We'll keep you all on up to date on that as time goes on, but I do think it's going to be a slow rollout. Now, this comes to us by way of Fenrir on Twitter. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and actually drop their link in the chat. This is a great Twitter account, uh, especially when it comes to posting Kingdom Hearts content. Uh, they're always ahead of the game on a lot of stuff, and they posted a lot of great stuff here that I want to talk about. That a lot of people were kind of lining all this stuff up, and they kind of put it together so we could keep it all in one place. So, listen, with that said, let's start with this right here. So, obviously, looking right here, we see that this could easily be in reference to the Book of Prophecies. Which I think is going to be a huge part of Missing Link, and that the title Missing Link may even be in reference to the Book of Prophecies itself. Allow me to explain. So, they made it very clear to us, and the Master deliberately laid it out. I believe he laid this out in Union Cross. That the gazing eye attached to the no-name Keyblade was passed down through generation to generation, but it only has a very rough idea of what happened. The It's not like because the eye was in the room, it could see the whole room. The master literally could only see what the eye was able to see. So at the end of the day, the Book of Prophecies is only based on what the gazing eye observed, literally, not metaphorically, literally. In the Missing Link trailer, we see what appears to be Lushu, could be Brain, could be Sigurd, who knows, but what appears to be Lushu, like, covering the eye 
on the no-name Keyblade. And I wonder if the name Missing Link is not only in reference to linking this, these games to the modern era of Kingdom Hearts, because we know Kingdom Hearts will have a lot of double meanings here and there, but I also wonder if it's going to be in reference to... Because um... remember, the, the brain said he wanted to be a virus in the Master System, and here he is in Scala at Kylum. I wonder if the whole Missing Link era is going to be history that's missing from the Book of Prophecies. Or it'll be history that the Book of Prophecies only has a very rough idea about. And we got a super chat from Crabman! Crabman with a $2 super set chat says, why are the arrows censored? They're not phallic. Well, listen, <laughs> we're, we're just trying to keep it. We know the YouTube terms of service can be, can be very, very, very um, sensitive. I don't know why they're particularly censored in this, in this image, um, but we were looking at uncensored versions earlier. Um, but Crabman, dude, thank you so much for the $2 donation. That goes a very long way. Everybody, please give it up for Crabman coming in here with a $2 super chat. But yeah, don't worry. We'll have some uncensored arrows for you soon, Mr. Crabman. Don't you worry. Let's catch up with the chat a little bit. Let's see. Seven arrows equals seven pure lights. Yeah, that's the thing. There's so many groups of sevens that we could throw together. It's hard to know exactly which one. However, getting us back to the Book of Prophecies here, we can see immediately how this might be in reference. I'll tell you where I have a bit of a problem, is if you look here, there's these wings. I don't see an equivalent to the wings on the standard symbol, right? I just see the dandelion leaf and seven arrows. I don't see the equivalent of um, those wings on the Book of Prophecies. So don't get me wrong, this very well could be in reference to the Book of Prophecies, but I'd be lying if I said those wings missing weren't throwing me. The next part I want to look at, since we're on it, since we're on it. Now, in case you're new here, I have been sus about Yen Sid for a very long time. I think Yen Sid is withholding a lot of information from the Guardians. I think he walked away from being a Keyblade wielder for reasons that he has never elaborated on. Um, and I've theorized that he has a book of prophecies. In Kingdom Hearts 2, when you're in Yen Sid's tower, if you... Um, go up to the, the book on Yen Sid's desk in Kingdom Hearts 2 and you interact with it, it says it has a chapter about the past, a chapter about the present, and a chapter about the future. So in Kingdom Hearts terms, what am I supposed to make of that? As far as I'm concerned, that tells me that's a book of prophecies or something close to it. Now, this is something that was pulled out of Yen Sid's book in Kingdom Hearts 3. And we can see how the symbol that's sitting down here does bear some resemblance to the symbol that we see here. Um, again, let's count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And that's got the Book of Prophecies wings. So I actually think this may be in isolation a little bit more of a reference to it being a Book of Prophecies rather than a reference to this image specifically. But either way, we see how that could line up. KH Guides says, I'm bad at math, but could the big arrows possibly signify the lost masters that took on capital D darknesses? One is larger to signify the master of masters. Well, let's check that out, Mr. Guides. So yeah, we have like a master arrow, which is, uh, yeah, it's definitely bigger than the others. 
And you could make sense that these are, you know, Lushu, Ased, Ava, Envy, Ira, and Gula. That could potentially be it. Hmm. But I don't know. I, I, I like the dandelion. I like the dandelion theory. Actually, let's, let's pull that up. I really, really like the dandelion theory. Is it over here? Where are you, Fenrir? I lost it. But we'll find it again. We will find it again. In fact, I think I have it posted on my page. I think I retweeted him. Here we go. Perfect. See, we didn't have to go too far. So here, the dandelion leaf. This I love. I, I, I think this there really might be something to this. I really think there might be something to this. And then that maybe that's why you have that green-esque looking thing on the keyblade, right? Because that's a pretty random design. But now, maybe this was always meant to be a dandelion leaf too. What's down here? Because I really like that. I really think that could work. I don't know. Looks like the chaos symbol mixed with Keyblade. Okay, I could see that. Zuhair says, I feel like the heart with the crown would represent Master and Masters if we were going down that route. I think so too, because that seems like the masterpiece. That it's more like the masterpiece. It perhaps signifies that they went their separate ways. It could. That's a good point. That's a good point. Or that some went further than the others. So it really makes you wonder, but I do like this one. I saw someone in the chat bring this up, but if we look, it does also bear resemblance to the tower that we see in Scala Ed Kylum as well. And honestly, if you walk around Scala Ed Kylum and Kingdom Hearts Remind, you'll see this symbol everywhere. Everywhere. What's going on, Terrell? What's going on, Mostly Last? And Jordan Kibb is here too. And Stilette, welcome. Stilette says, love your videos, Lanny. Got to rewatch the beginning later. Yep, yep. We just kind of covered the basics in the beginning, but it's good to have you here. Good to have you here. But this symbol seems to be all over Scala. And obviously, as we know, Scala is going to be the main focus of Kingdom Hearts Missing Link. And maybe we'll learn exactly what this is. Hold on, I think I got something going on here. Silver Dragon Cell says, Personally, when I'm looking at the logo of Kingdom Hearts Missing Link, I see seven arrows pointing into different directions, and the middle representing the Keyblade. Now, what happened to the Keyblade? It got shattered into seven pieces, which were scattered in different directions, forming the seven Princesses of Light. Oh, I like that! Okay, let's, let's read that. Let's read that again, but let's pull up the image. Okay, so Silver Dragon Cell says, when looking at the logo, I see seven arrows pointing in different directions, and the middle representing the Keyblade. Now what happened to the Keyblade? Got shattered into seven pieces, which were scattered into different directions, forming the seven princes of heart. Well, hold on, it got scattered into seven pieces of light and 13 pieces of dark, so hold up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Now that's 14, I don't know. But I could see that. I could see something like that working. KH Guy says, My early theory with the zero basis is that this sigil symbol will be all over Skylad Kylum to signify a group of wielders of people. Yes, 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 guide. See, 
I, I would, I, I'm scared I might have left this out had you not brought that up. I wonder if this is like the official sigil of Ephemer's line of wielders, right? I wonder if this is the official sigil of Ephemer's line of wielders, right? Because now we're introducing bloodlines into Kingdom Hearts. And in a statement, Nomura talked about that we're going to have um, Ephemer's bloodline and then a non-wielder bloodline of sorts. Maybe this is like a family crest and this is kind of their way to mark their territory or something. I don't know. I do not. I do not know. Well, he did now. Yeah, thank you. Oh, well, listen, thank you, Silver Dragon, for that message. And thank you, Larkscene Simp, for uh, throwing that out. Magical Valkyrie says it could be a family crest. And because they were dandelions, it could go back to dandelion leaves. Ooh, I like that, too. I like that, too. Everybody, please permit me for just one minute. I'm going to go refill my water, but we'll get right back to it. I'll be back in like two minutes. Thank you for bearing with me. Thank you for bearing with me. We are back at it. Okay. Let's catch up with the chat a little bit. What's up, Kid Q? They most likely use the symbol as a way to remember the dandelions of old. I guess I guess that's one way you could put it, right? This is a way to sort of preserve maybe family history. And sigils are very powerful in Kingdom Hearts. We got to remember that. Sigils are very, very powerful. And again, when we think about the kind of things the master would say, the truth is what you see with your eyes, not what you hear. A lot of these sigils are a way to signal something to us. We just got to pick it up and figure out what it is. But you see this everywhere all over Scala, and I wonder if it's going to have something to do with time, right? Because this is supposed to be a clock, you know, which... Hmm. See... I see three pillars up here. I wish there were five pillars up here because that would be a direct hit. That would be a direct hit. I heard someone suggest that the part with the five points looks like Lushu's piece on the chessboard. Hmm. You know something? I actually like that. Because then this would be like Lushu and the Dandelions which he did task himself with watching over the Dandelions. So it's very possible if this sigil at the top does match um, Lushu's chess piece, perhaps this is, a, is signifying Lushu watching over the Dandelions. Who knows? Who knows? Orion asks, do you think we could get info about Sora's bloodline if there will be a non-Keyblade wielder bloodline? Okay, so here's a random theory I have. I'm glad you brought that up. So we know we're going to have this line of wielders, right? And that line is connected to Ephemer, and it goes down even into... Anyway, what when, when I think of Brain saying he wants to be the virus in the master system, I almost wonder if that virus has to do with mixing up the bloodline so that 
Like, maybe Sora isn't part of the Keyblade Wielder bloodline, but Brain did something that almost, like, caused a virus that allowed Sora to get it. I don't know. I've just been thinking about that. I don't take Brain saying he wants to be the virus in the Master System lightly at all. All right. I wanted to see... Here's some other sigils. Speaking of which, we see these runes scattered all across Scala. And this right here is like a perfect matchup right there. Perfect matchup. So, we see that. What's going on, Nero? Thanks for dropping in. We got one more I wanted to check. Right here. Like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, so now there's something to account for this. That's pretty spot on. That's pretty spot on. That's the master's piece, isn't it? Isn't this the master's piece? Somebody in the chat will correct me. But the child of destiny seems to be about the child in question having to be someone with empathy powers, not a bloodline thing. It's part of how Xehanort is a red herring to that prophecy. Yeah, so, okay, look. So if this is the master symbol... Here, let's try... Let's shrink you down, right? Let's see if we can... Oh, Jesus. Oh, God! There we go. Work with me here, Chief. Work with me here. So... The only thing that's missing is the crown. I want to go all in on this. I want to go all in on this. And for those who may be listening audio only, um, we are looking at the top of the Master of Masters chess piece and comparing it to the recent logo release for Missing Link. And it seems to be a pretty direct match, but the crown is missing. I think it's the Master's piece. It's the Book of Prophecies symbol. And, you know, again, we had that up earlier, too. My only problem with that is that, again, the crown is missing. So, you know what? If we're going to be looking at this symbol, right? Let's blow you back up a little bit. Looking at this, I think the crown is the most significant part. This crown has to be the most significant part because we see this all over. What's below this crown isn't anything new. We see it in Scala. We see it as a dandelion leaf. We see the nobody symbol. We see, we see it on the chess piece. This crown seems to be what's standing out. Maybe this crown is the virus in the master system, right? Maybe this is the master system, and that's why it's been the Book of Prophecies. That's why it's been the logo to represent him. Because maybe in a lot of ways, this embodies his plan. And maybe what's going on up here, seeing as this is the new thing, maybe that's Brain's virus in the system. I don't know. Top Off the top of the dome, that's where my head's going. Edgardo says the base of the chess piece looks like the clock tower pillar towers. Let's check that out. Where's the chess piece? Where's the chess piece? Hmm. I could see that. 
looking at it right here, I could see that. Wildcat Diana says, the crown is Sora's symbol. You are right. Sora can be symbolized by the crown or the lion. Crown, oh, I think DJ Ghoul's about to build on that. Crown equals true king, child of destiny. Scala organization's whole plan is to find the child of destiny, so they incorporated it into their logo. I think that's it right there. I think DJ's got it. Of course it's a sage. Of course it's a sage. But anyway, I think he's got it right there. So, okay. Brain wants to be, or Brain wants to create the virus in the master system. Maybe the child of destiny is the virus in the master system. That child of destiny representing the crown, the true king. And now we've had a lot of symbolism with Sora as king, right? We've seen him on the throne of sorts. Maybe everything that happened in Kingdom Hearts, maybe Sora is the virus, right? He's not a rightful Keyblade wielder, right? He wasn't properly bequeathed. So he very uniquely obtained his Keyblade. So maybe everything that transpired was a way to set up Sora to kind of be the virus of the Master System, which might work because, again, he was never meant to be a Keyblade wielder, implying some kind of disordinance. So there, there are two ways I'm looking at this symbol now. This is either direct reference to the Master of Masters or this is the Dandelions. This crown, this is it right here. I think this is where the hit, the, all the answers lie because this is this is what's unique to everything we're seeing out there. And let's just let's just uh, let's just go down the list. Let's just go down the list. Book of Prophecies, symbol no crown. Dandelion leaf, symbol no crown. Scala ad Kylum, symbol no crown. Looking at the Scala sigils, symbol no crown. Going here, chess piece, symbol, no crown. Even, even my dog Kobe's getting after it right now. Looking inside this book, symbol, no crown. Everywhere we look, all these examples people are pulling up of this logo being somewhere else. They're all missing the crown. The crown is what's unique. So I think if we put the story of Missing Link together, right, brain, trying to find a way to defeat the master, save his friends, the dandelions of sorts. Maybe this crown is a representation of that. Let's see how the chat's feeling. Let's see how the chat's feeling. Most of the last says, Brain could be could have instructed player to escape with baby Xehanort to Destiny Islands. If Xehanort ever went to Destiny Islands, Sora would never get the Keyblade. Brain indirectly caused this. And I guess the question becomes, when they sent Z baby Xehanort to, Z to Destiny Islands, were they setting him up to be a scapegoat? Like, was he the fall guy from the beginning? Like, was Sora always the endpoint? And they're like, hey, we can't get a non-wielder like Sora to obtain the Keyblade unless we set Xehanort on this path to run amok. It'll be interesting. Wildcat Diana says, Master of Masters, no crown. False is Rex. Sora, true king, child of destiny. But who knows? Maybe Yazora is the true king. Let's not rule out Yazora here. Let's not rule out Yazora. 
Felicia says, I like how the child of destiny, Sora, could be the virus. Yeah, maybe all this language eventually comes together. And these phrases like child of destiny and virus of the master system, maybe they all start to mean one thing. M.A. says it would make sense. Sora changed the future written in the book. He is the literal virus. So that's exactly it, too, is when you look at Sora, he has a way of causing temporal paradoxes. You know, he has a way of causing these shifts in fate. He has a way of foiling people's plans. I mean, look at Ansem the Wise. Upon, upon researching Sora's heart, it, it ruined all his research prior. As he says, I think a direct quote for him is, all of his research paled in comparison to Sora's heart. So like, no matter what, Sora is this disruptor. He's this constant disruptor no matter what he does. And we see that on the forefront in Kingdom Hearts 3. Lily says, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he was. Sora was always an outlier to a lot of plans, whether it be in the unrightful Keyblade Bearer or Defying Fate. Or like, you have Maleficent, right? Well, Maleficent is smart and clever enough to know about the, the, uh, the black box. But when she sees Sora, she goes, oh, he's inconsequential. There's got to be something about him where she doesn't jump like that, you know? Zahir says, if Brain wanted to be the virus and him being sent to a timeline he wasn't supposed to be in, you think he got busy so he could have a descendant worthy of a Keyblade? Maybe. We know Ericus is his descendant. So I don't think Ericus would be like Sora's dad or something. Black Prism, I like that name, says... You fight for the very thing you love doing. There are those who, you try, who try to strip you of your ambitions, but you fight through the dark to the light. Have a nice day, stay safe, and enjoy life. Black Prism, thank you for spreading good vibes. Thank you for coming in here and spreading those good vibes. I, I appreciate it. Stilette Lorraine says, Do you think instead of a virus, Sora is the one true Keyblade wielder since Master of Masters Great? You know what I actually think? I think that's what... Yazora was supposed to be Varum Rex, the true king. And I think because Sora got his hands on the Keyblade, Yazora lost the Keyblade. Like Yazora was just like Riku, right? Maybe this is why he looks like Riku. But maybe Yazora was supposed to be a Keyblade wielder. But because Sora obtained it, Yazora never did. And maybe that's why Yazora's MO is to steal your weapon. Because maybe it's a dark reflection of what Sora is. Because Sora, in a sense, took the Keyblade from Riku, right? So, like, that's what he did. So, like, think about what Xehanort said, too, young Xehanort, where he's like, P power is obtained by, basically, power is obtained by power being taken. The, taken. the weak strip the strong of their power and convince themselves they've earned it. Sora pretty much took that Keyblade from Riku. It was Riku's fault, don't get me wrong, but Sora pretty much took it from him. Maybe because Sora obtained the Keyblade in that way, it created the shadow being Yazora, who his particular power is to like take the powers of others. Orion says, do you think the Master of Masters and Sora are related? No, I, I actually don't. Um, look, if, if it turns out they are, like mate, Master of Masters, who knows? Maybe he's even Sora's dad. I'm not saying it can't be done well. I, I, I just don't think so. I don't think they're connected like that. But we will see. All right. 
Silver Dragon Sill says, I got myself some close-up shots of the clock tower in Scala Ed Kylum, and the logos are practically the same with one minor difference. Where the crown is on the logo, on the clock tower, it's something that looks similar to a cage. Can we make something out of that? Nah, I like the virus theory more. Maybe. Okay, no, we can make something out of that. Let's go. You give me lemons, I'm going to give you some fucking lemonade. So check it out. Up here, what if this is the black box? And you see how these lines are like bursting through it? Maybe that's the master opening the box. And now whatever's in there is sort of like bursting out. Because let's, let's just extend the olive branch and say you're right that the logos you are able to pull up in Scala, what's on top of the heart is a cage. So maybe in the box, the master's trapped something. Again, we've talked about and compared it to Pandora's box before. But maybe if that's correct... Maybe this is the black box and this is a representation of the master opening it or something of the like. The top part of this symbol looks like Terra's keyboard glider views, viewed from above. That's pretty cool. I actually, that's actually pretty cool. Let's see. Let's see. Wildcat Diana says, I only see one flaw in the theory. The gazing eye has seen Sora. The master would have known he would exist when preparing his plan back and back cover. Could it be Master of Masters see Sora has his endgame? I think the Master of Masters is capable of adapting. So I think... I think maybe initially he didn't really know about Sora. But I think if we were to be in the master's head right now, he knows exactly who Sora is. I think it was part of his plan not only to get Sora to Quadratum, but to get Sora to hold the Keyblade. Sora only, almost kind of becomes this factor that both um, the Master of Masters and the Dandelions need, you know? Because think about it, that's kind of what he served in the Darkseeker Saga. Both the organization and the Guardians of Light, he was a vital part to both of their plans. Why would the Master of Masters and the Dandelions be any different? But that's a good point. Let's see. M.A. says, maybe Azor... And by the way, guys, I I'm sorry if I don't get to every single chat message. I try to get to as many as I can. But, you know, with the amount of messages that are in there, there's only so many I can get to. But I, I, I will do my best to get to as many of them as I can. M.A. says, maybe Yazora is supposed to be a perfected version of Sora. Yazora is the true king, not just a king like Sora. He's a big deal. Well, this is why, and, you know... I can extend that maybe people like me are looking too far into this. But when the Master and young Xehanort talk about the false light, and then we're introduced to the true king, Verum Rex, I wonder if Sora, to people like the Master, are seen as a false light. Because it's like, you were never supposed to have that Keyblade. You were never supposed to play this part. You're a false light. I don't know. Let's see. Larxene Sim says the Pandora's box of Kingdom Hearts. Interesting. Let me tell you, Larxene Sim, we've I've we've been over it on the channel. I'll I'll be happy to give you a crash course in Greek mythology. Pandora's box. After it's been opened, what's contained at the bottom of the box is hope. That's what's left in the box. Hope. Now, in the pirates' world, when um Luxord is trying to fish the box out, when talking to Vexen, he said, "Oh." I've been told that the box contains hope. 
just like Pandora's box. And in Kingdom Hearts 3, when Lushu Zigbar is spying on Maleficent and Pete, and they're looking for the black box, that random box Pete picks up and throws away is Pandora's box from the Hercules series. So I really, really think the black box is going to be an exact parallel of Pandora's box. Let's see. Zuhair says, bruh, this is why Missing Link is so hyped. There's so much to unpack with it. Can't wait to see what they do. Me too. I, I'm really, really excited for it and praying for a PC or console port. The top of the black box symbol has 13 points. The Missing Link logo has seven. Yeah, and this is kind of what I was getting into before, where this almost looks like a lock and key. Like right here is the key, and it's going into this lock. It makes you wonder. Stilette says, I think Sora and Master of Masters both came from a place of unreality, but are not related. Yet, sometimes I wonder that too, if Sora's origins are in unreality. But I don't know. But I don't know. Moving on. Let's see. Orion says, will Sora get his own Keyblade, for example? Riku got his Tesla key. Kyrie got her own with Ven, Aqua, and Terra. And back. No, I like Sora with the Kingdom key. <clears throat> I also like that he's able to wield like a bunch of different Keyblades too. I, I kind of see him as like a poly wielder. Like Sora, has the, he has his Kingdom key, but he's the wielder of many keys. Lamb, Sage of the Lodge, says, hey, Landy, sorry for joining late. Don't... Don't worry about it, man. Don't worry about it. So Sora is kind of a pawn for the Master of Masters and Dandelions. You know, I'm not going to say that's for sure, but I think it's very possible, right? Because think about it. A lot of the Dark Seeker saga was a game of chess between Ericus and Xehanort through and through. I don't think the, uh, the game playing is going anywhere anytime soon, to say the least. All right. DJ Ghoul says, I love how we start with the Book of Prophecies emblem. Ephemer derives it from the missing link emblem. And then we end up with the birth by sleep heart. Yeah. You know, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. Like the, the, I just love how much the Kingdom Hearts series bleeds into itself, where you can look at a logo like this and immediately find ways to connect it all the way back to say birth by sleep on the PSP. Oh, excuse me there for a second. Okay. Just pulling a few things back up. But yeah. Now I want to go back. Maybe we could pull this back up again since we've been talking about it. The Keyblade. And have we considered that maybe the Master of Masters is the one who forged the Keyblade and that's why his, um, his logo on the chess piece looks like this? Actually, no. Actually, no. I actually think this is debunked now. Now that I really think about it, oh, there's the thumbnail for today. Now might be a good time to say, tomorrow at 7 o'clock uh, Eastern Standard Time, we're going to be doing a whole podcast about Demix. So, uh, yeah, there you go. But pulling this back up, I actually think this, this idea is debunked now. I'll leave it on the thumbnail because it looks cool. But now that we've learned a little bit more, because there's no heart. There's a heart on the symbol, right? See? There's not a heart. You could say that's the handle, but that's what that would be. So yeah. Didn't they say in back cover that the Master of Masters forged the first Keyblades? 
They mentioned something about that. I don't know for sure, though. I don't know for sure. Stilette says, I thought Master of Masters created all Keyblades except for the Kingdom Key. Well, then I guess maybe the Kingdom Key was forged by Kingdom Hearts itself. But then I guess that would mean, yeah, that this symbol, or rather the Keyblade, was forged by the Master. But we don't know for sure. We won't know until we know. Okay, Silver Dragon Silves got a long one here. No matter how you look at it, Sora is literally a cheat code in Kingdom Hearts. My man got the Keyblade on accident, saved Ventus on accident, got sent to Quadratum on accident, and so, so on and so forth. Sora is responsible for so many crucial plot points. And yes, he's the protagonist. Obviously, he's always important. But still, it really feels like as if Sora is the chess piece the Master of Masters is placing wherever he needs to. And that's what I'd be interested in figuring out, is like, has Sora's path walked to the benefit of the Master, or has it walked to the benefit of Ava and the Dandelions? The truth is, we don't know. We really don't know. Kid Q says, Yazora is falsest Rex. Not only is he the not Sora Riku, it wasn't even his damn body. That's a good point, too. But then you have to ask yourself, and I know we've talked about it on the channel before, but if that's not his body, then damn, man, whose body is it? And I think it was Andy. Could be Andy, Brew, or Lunar. I'm sorry if I'm getting this wrong. Somebody on one of the recent podcasts said that Yazora's body is Riku's quadratum body. And I haven't been able to stop thinking about that, if I'm being honest. I have not been able to stop thinking about that. But, let's see, does that leave anything here? I think we covered everything. As far as this goes. Yeah. Let me check my pictures. Alright, so let's just, let's just pull Homeboy up here. So that everybody can get a good look at him. Okay. So going back to the crown here being the special part. Wait, didn't they say there's going to be seven crowns? Am I making that up? There's the three keys who were Riku Kairi and the Nameless Star. Then they say there's going to be seven crowns in the next saga or something. Let me look this up. Seven crowns, Kingdom Hearts. The seven crowns of light. Let's see. I mean, I guess that would just be the Seven Guardians, right? Is that what that's in reference to? It could be. Nope, Darkness mentions Seven Crowns. Okay, so look. One, two, three, four, five. Could say six for the horizontal, but no, nah, this can't be a reference to that. This isn't a reference to the Seven Crowns, no matter what way you spin it. Hmm. Interesting. He says seven crowns and seven lights, I thought. Even still, the where I was trying to go with that is I wanted to see if maybe, because this is kind of like a crown up on top. I was trying to see if this could maybe be a reference to the seven crowns. But somebody was saying the negative space is important too. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I don't think we have a group of nine. 
Kid Q says, I definitely believe ABBA is part of the reason everyone can even make it to unreality, including Master of Masters. Well, her role was to gather the strongest Keyblade wielders and fly them off to another world. Now, we know Sterlitzia and Sora are in unreality. Those are two pretty strong Keyblade wielders. Um... So it makes you wonder if that's what Ava's doing, if she's actually trying to get... And now Riku is there too, right? She's gathering the finest Keyblade wielders, and now Sora and Riku are both in Unreality. So if you wanted to connect everybody getting to the world of fiction to Ava concocting some scheme, I suppose you can make that case. The child, what's going on? What if the arrows are the seven crowns, maybe? Maybe. Hmm. Maybe. I'll give that a hard maybe. Can we all confirm that Ava didn't follow her role? Like she learned about the plan and became a traitor. Here's the thing. We don't really know what happened with Ava. We don't really know anything about any of that. The last thing we saw was that fight between Lushu and Ava. And we don't know who won that fight. We don't know the outcome. We don't know where that led to. And this is why I really do give a lot of credence to the idea that Ava could be Subject X. Because it's possible Lushu won that battle and then wanted to preserve Ava in some way. Or fly her into the future. Maybe he won that battle, white, uh, wrapped her in the white robe, and she's the true dandelion. I don't know. I think Lushu was correct. Ava carried her role to the very end. No, 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 no. See? Lang but the, the choice of language, right? He didn't say... He was clear, right? In that cutscene, Lucio said, I have a role to play. And after all these years, it's done. What about Ava? Ava had her own mission. As if it wasn't her role. Oh, Ava had her own role to play. That's not it. It was, oh, Ava had her own mission. And she carried it out. I actually think, I, I don't know, I think she may have very much deviated from her initial role. Because, yeah, Lucius' choice of words. Ava had her own mission, and she carried it out. You know? But it would be interesting, right? Because, again, Kingdom Hearts loves to play with these ideas. So her role was to gather all those Keyblade wielders and fly them off to another world. Like dandelions, they'll cast to the wind. Um... Maybe she did that, but not in the master's interest. Maybe she did gather the finest wielders, but under her own interests. Are the arrows on the symbol the same as the black box? All right. We're going into the files. We are going into the files. Let's pull out the black box. Let's pull out the black box. Oh, ooh. okay. Let's start with this. Can we make you really small? Yeah, I want to put you like here. Let's make you even smaller. How's that look? Let me see how that looks. Yeah, let's keep homeboy right here. All right, all right. And then let's get you. Let's see if we can find any similarities between the black box and this symbol. All right, let's check it out. Now that the stage is set, let's check this out. So... This has 13, so I don't see this. 
I just don't see it. So you know what? If anyone doesn't have any objections, get that shit off the table. Now here. Again, so the arrows do look similar. Wait a minute. One, two, three, four, five. Mm, just missed. So like these arrows, they, they look similar, but there's 13 of them. This box is very much about... Yeah, this box is very much about the number 13. Not a lot of seven motifs. Not a lot of seven motifs lying around. Hmm. So Guides is saying the big red part with Key Super has a very similar shape as the top of the missing link symbol. Ooh. Hmm. Ah, but there's six. But even here, I see this. I could see this as an overlap. I could see that. I could see that. Huh. Let me see. What did M.A. say? Maybe Lushu said something to Ava after their fight about unreality. So she considered that and got most of her dandelions to Quadratum. Strelitzia, maybe Brain, who knows? I think there's a lot more of uh, the Union Cross cast waiting for us in Quadratum. We just got to wait and see. Okay. L.A. Garcia. Holy spaghetti. Okay, this box changes things. I'm glad we're looking at it. I'll say that. Violet on verse says seven latches on the front. Yeah, we got the seven latches on the front that line up with these shapes. My problem being that there's 13 in all. Which, one, two, seven. Nah, that would be, um, that would be 12. Let's see. Looking for anything else. Oh, wait a second. Yo, wait a second. One, two, and eh, no, because there's these little ones. There's seven main ones, but that's not going to do it. <gasps> wait a second. Here's the heart. Mm, nah, I don't think so. But the key super part is pretty peculiar. I'll say that. Okay, Silver Dragon Silv says, what if the black box represents the 13 darknesses and the logo is the seven lights making the logo of missing link the key to open the black box because it's a reference to the keyblade only being complete through putting seven pieces of light and 13 pieces of darkness together okay ah so maybe this logo like you're saying is the seven light equivalent of the 13 darkness equivalent of the box. I could see that. I can most certainly see that. Orion says, Namura's playing mind games with us. And I hope he never stops. I hope he never stops, because it makes waiting for the games a lot easier. There we go. Nicole Bates says, ooh, I can listen to this while playing Animal Crossing. Let me tell you something, Nicole. Playing Animal Crossing and listening to podcasts is a vibe. In fact... It's a vibe and a half. I commend you, and I believe you to be a lady of culture. All right. Uh, hang for two minutes, everybody. I'm going to refill my water again and not knock over my microphone. We'll be right back to it. 
Just hang tight. Just got to refill my water. Let's give you some good tunes. Okay, back to where we were. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. This dude is secretly Nomura. I'm calling it. What, Silver Dragon Silp? He's dropping. He's dropping some good stuff here today. I'll say that. I'm glad they're here. Okay, okay, okay. So Kid Q said five to the Master of Masters to the seven. Seven lights, seven crowns, whatever it may be. But yeah. Princess Kyora is now in the chat. How is it going, Kyora? I'm glad you are here. We're just talking about the new symbol from, you know, Missing Link and trying to get to the bottom of it. Again, I think the, the biggest lead we have is this part up here. Because again, this part of the symbol seems to be missing when it comes to everything else. When we look at all the ways that this symbol lines up in Scala, lines up with a dandelion... Lines up with XYZ, ABC. This is always missing. Now, we did have a note that in Scala, there's something that looks like the symbol that has what appears to be a cage above it. So whatever this may be in reference to, our best guess so far is that it's in reference to the virus in the master symbol. Symbol, God. Virus in the master system. But even still, there was something else I wanted to bring up too. Something that I've been thinking about. Um, let me see. Can I get the no-name Keyblade on screen? I should have it somewhere. Should have it somewhere. You know what? Let's just look it up. Let's just look it up. And then I'll just pull it up on the screen. Anyway. So hear me out about the no-name Keyblade, okay? Hear me out about the no-name Keyblade. I swear I'm not crazy. So. No name. We saw when initially introduced to it, we were introduced to it as Xehanort's Blade, which we learned down the line. It wasn't that simple. But no name was wielded by Xehanort. Right? No name was wielded by Xehanort. Who, if you take the X out of his name stands for no heart, right? It's an anagram for no heart. If you take the X out of Xehanort's name, you can either spell another or you could spell no heart. So no name was wielded by no heart. And now no name is in Lushu's hands. I guess what I'm trying to say is, have we considered that maybe the master's name, since he forged this blade, or maybe Lushu's real name, is nobody with an X in it? Because he had no name, wielded by no heart, Xehanort. Maybe now that Lushu's got it, or maybe if it becomes the Masters, maybe it connects to nobody. 
Because again, I think we'd be really foolish to ignore the nobody symbol smack dab in the middle of this. And look, all right, crazy theory time, okay? I don't know. For, for this to work, there would have to be like a, a time paradox, okay? But we cannot ignore that there's a nobody symbol in here. And we know that Yazora has like a nobody earring. So we keep seeing that reference. Now, everything I just went over, no name to the no heart to nobody. It's, it's, it's funny. It's like, I know what I want to say, but I've got it like on the tip of my tongue. I don't like have the exact words for it, but I guess all I'm trying to get at is that if in this new saga, nobodies are that important, and if this is the master symbol, and we could see the nobody symbol, and if no name was forged by the master, and it was wielded by no heart, maybe we're going down the road of nobody. What if the master is a nobody? If this is supposed to be a symbol, what if he's a nobody? Now, this might be a little crazy, and maybe a little off topic, but you let me know what you think. So Sora died in Kingdom Hearts 1, and that's what created Roxas, his nobody. But was Roxas his nobody? Or was it Ventus's nobody? What if we never really got to meet Sora's nobody? You know what I'm saying? What if when Sora did that, through what if some through some weird temporal paradox? What if that created the master or Yazora? What if Yazora is Sora's nobody? Right? I don't know. But may and maybe the master of masters, maybe he's like the nobody of nobodies, right? Maybe he's like such a nobody that he really is nobody. I don't know. Starting to spiral down a weird road there. But again, the two standout things to me with this symbol right now are this little crown we have at the top and it not being present in its other references, and this nobody symbol. And my brain, in its very weird Kingdom Hearts way, is trying to draw a line between the two. So let's see. Let's check, catch, catch up with the chat here. Ah. I'm still going with the theory that the Master of Masters is light itself. Hey, listen, man, I've been barking up that tree for three years. I think that's the best guess. I think that's the best guess. Sora is the heart of the sky, dude. Master of Masters is a nobody. I say, okay, we're vibing with it. You could say he's the biggest nobody of them all. I like that. The heart shape reminds me of the symbol on the Wayfinder Trio's outfits. I can't remember exactly where I saw it in Birth by Sleep. No, I know what you mean. I feel like it's on like their chest a lot. Marxine Semp says, so a nobody who is the nobody of nobody? This is why people say Kingdom Hearts is confusing. Uh, DJ says, I absolutely love the spiraling, but I don't know how much of that might happen. Probably none of it. Look, I say it all the time, guys, but say what you will. Um, I don't remember anybody having any Yazora theories before Yazora showed up. I don't remember anyone having Master of Master theories before Master of Master showed up. Most of us will be very wrong in where all of this is headed. But it's just so much damn fun to theorize about. KH Guide says, 
Okay, but what if the Master of Masters knows to him, Xehanort, no heart plus recusate sigil? Ooh. Eric the Dude says, interesting theory. I think the nobody sigil on Yazora's outfit is more of a thematic symbolism, that he has relations to other characters rather than being it being literal. I think that's possible too. But you know what? I really hope in the next saga of Kingdom Hearts, they really play with their established lore and not just try to fill it up by reestablishing new lore. Even though I have a theory about what the new enemy type is going to be, I think just like you have Heartless, Nobody, Unversed, uh, Nightmare, I think there's a new enemy on the horizon. I think I know exactly what it is, but we're going to save that for another day. Guide says, okay, but what if the Master of Masters... Oh yeah, I read that already. My bad. Princess Kyra says, okay, oh my god, I'm taking nobody and shifting the letters around and adding an X to see what names I get from them. <clears throat> well, again, Xehanort was our main villain, and he was no heart with an X. Maybe the Master of Masters' name is nobody with an X in there. What if Sora is actually Yazora's nobody? Who knows? Who knows? Okay. Wildcat Diana says he is definitely a light zealot. That's why I'm very much looking forward to him interacting with Riku. In his world, he'd view Riku as a walking blasphemy. And that's why I'm so excited to see all of the foretellers interact with characters like Terra and Riku. I think it'll make for some interesting interactions. M.A. says, even Nomura admitted that we sometimes go deeper in lore than he does, but it's fun. Who cares if this isn't real and we're looking ultra into it? Look, at the end of the day, this is the kind of stuff that makes waiting for the new games fun. You know, and look, we'll get something right along the way and we'll come back to celebrate it one day. But, you know, I think too many people get caught up in being right. And I think a lot of people who have a lot of fun ideas to share, not just about Kingdom Hearts, but about gaming in general. I think a lot of people withhold themselves because they're scared of being wrong. And I don't think that's anything anything to be afraid of so long as you just admit when you're wrong. Um, but that's just my opinion. The next enemy has to be Darklings, no? Could be. Karma is the new enemy type. Could be. Mookie! Sage of the Lodge jumps in says, kind of looks like a sigil within a sigil. I see seven points in each. Black represents darkness. White represents light. Seven darkness, seven vessels. Yeah, we see a lot of the, for lack of a better term, the Kingdom Hearts numerology embedded within this symbol. Um, but again, I can't look away from this crown. I think this is the deal breaker right here. Also, has anyone else here read the Kingdom Hearts mangas? I've read the Days manga, and I highly recommend the Days manga. It is a joy. Phantoms, you guys are coming out. Look, Phantoms, Karma, uh, all could work. But I will say, it's not what I have in mind. It's not what I have in mind. Adrian says, the heart shape looks like the Master Defender's keychain. Does it? Let's pull that up in real time here. Master's Defender. Kingdom Hearts. Thanks for dropping in here, and thanks for dropping that in. Oh, that's a small picture. Eh, we could blow it up. Let's go. Okay. And I, I want to do, like, a whole, um, 
whole video about the Masters Defender soon. Okay, episode 144. Hmm. There we go. That's a, that's a picture we could use. Okay. Let's pull this up. Masters Defender. Hmm. Oh. And then, forgive me, I got a lot of files and a lot of, a lot of tabs open. Let's shrink this down. I could see that. Okay, I could see that. Bit of a stretch for me, but I could see it. I could see it. But I still think the crown is ultimately where a lot of the juicy details lie. I just realized it's been eight months since the Kingdom Hearts 4 teaser trailer. Yeah, and I think we'll get a we're gonna get a missing link trailer soon. I actually feel pretty confident about that. I think by springtime we can expect a new missing link trailer. Because they're gonna want to sell us on that soon. But yeah, um, do you guys have any questions or is there anything about this sigil that we haven't covered yet? Because I feel like I've covered everything that I wanted to out the gate. Um, trying to remember um, everything I was thinking about before this just to make sure I don't miss anything. But if you guys had any other comments or questions, now's definitely a good time to throw them in. M.A. says, guys, the crown has five points and eight black negative spaces. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four. So nine, 10, 11, 12, 13. MA, you're right. We have five points and then eight black points. That's crazy. But it does add to 13. It does add to 13. Kyora says that the sigil looks similar to the teeth of the Oathkeeper Keyblade. Well, let's pull it up. Let's pull it up. Okay, open that in a new tab. Oh, the wings! And, ooh, okay, 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 let's get it on. Hmm. Okay. The sigil looks similar to the teeth of the Oathkeeper Keyblade. It does! Yeah, no, okay, I see that. But you know what throws me is that bottom part is the longest one. And this one, it's got them coming out the sides. So I don't know about that. I forgot about the soul. Could definitely be important in the future. Well, now would be a good time to give a shout out to my, uh, my man, Sonny Novus, who um, he expanded on the whole uh, Master of Masters is light theory. And one of the names he thought of was soul, because that is in reference to the sun, in reference to light. But... Soul could also be a way of introducing a new dimension to Kingdom Hearts um, by way of light. Soul. So I actually think it's very possible Sonny's correct and that the Master of Masters name is Soul. Um, I even did a video where in the last Dark Road episode, um, when the Master says his name, there's three underscores. I immediately jumped on that and said, oh, his name must be Lux. But Soul, S-O-L, also possible. Also possible. Stilette says souls are definitely going to be important in Kingdom Hearts 4, but it's weird that before Kingdom Hearts 4, the soul was assumed to be a heart. It's kind of assumed to be the same idea. Um, whether or not that changes, I guess remains to be seen. 
King Q says, what is the purpose of the Keyblade? Ira said it was to protect Kingdom Hearts, but Master Master said that was incorrect. Well, Ira thought Keyblades in general were for protecting Kingdom Hearts. And the Master of Masters, you know, kind of disagreed and said, not so much. The, I think the purpose of the Keyblade... Honestly, I think it's as simple as something as maintaining balance. I think the, the intent of the Keyblade is to maintain balance between light and dark. Maybe the light we know is the fake light and the soul is the true light. Well, look, this is the whole thing with the idea of Verum Rex and true king, right? I think there's this idea that Sora is sort of like this unrightful king. Or that's how the antagonists are going to view him. That he's not this rightful king, you know? But we'll see. That one still needs to flesh itself out. I'm curious who else is going to be waiting in Quadratum for us. I'm very curious. Okay. Let's see. Well, Wildcat Diana says, going back to Kingdom Hearts 1, Triton and Xehanort Report 8 talk about the kingdom... Oh, I lost you. Talk about the Keyblade Bearer as a bringer of ruin. I think that's where we are going. And it makes you wonder, from what time was that story passed down? Is that something we're going to see play out on Missing Link? Or could that be in reference to the Master? Well, do higher. we're not talking about the Keyblade specifically. I think we're talking about, like, the invention of Keyblades in general. Let's see. Maybe Yazora is supposed to be the Sora-like figure for the Lost Masters. Don't know if I explained myself. It's possible that, like, the way the organization was kind of hunting down Sora as a specialty and wanting to use him, I think it's very possible that the Lost Masters may have been doing something similar to that with Yazora. Hmm. Mookie says that he thinks Triton was hinting at birth by sleep. Huh. I could see that. I could see that. CK Gaming Channel says Kingdom Hearts is Sora's heart. If that's what the, the culmination of all that ended up being, I think that would make sense. It's all about how you deliver it, man. It's all about how you deliver it. The Pride Lands from Kingdom Hearts 2. Hold on. Yes, that is funny. They did mention in the Lion King world, just a waffle, in Kingdom Hearts 2, the idea of Sora being king. And Donald and Goofy were like, he's not cut out for that. You know? But honestly, when you think about Sora, like... And maybe this is what makes him the perfect king. Because Sora, to me, doesn't seem like the guy who wants to rule over anybody. Sora, to me, doesn't seem like the kind of guy who wants any kind of authority. Sora, to me, doesn't seem like a king who sits on a throne and rules from on high. So it makes you wonder. It makes you wonder if that angers someone like the Master of Masters, or maybe that angers someone like, like Yazora, but who knows? Who knows, man? We'll have to wait and find out. MA says, maybe Yazora is a big Shion parallel. Shion was created as a backup if Roxas went rogue. Maybe Yazora is the same for the Master of Masters. And yeah, maybe that would explain why he has like the nobody sigil 
on one of his earrings. Honestly. It would be interesting. But, uh, yeah. We're coming up on an hour and 22 minutes. Um, I think we're going to start wrapping up here for the day. Um, it's been an awesome podcast. Feel free to interrupt me with great questions if you still have them. I don't want to stop this if we're still rolling. Which it looks like we are still, actually. Uh, Kyora says, I'm still pretty convinced that the form Yuzora appears in is the Master of Masters' true form. Yeah, no, I've been thinking about this, too. And somebody snatching, switching, having because of the one blue eye, one red eye that he has. Again, we talked about this in a pot in one of the recent podcasts. But if the Yuzora we know right now, if that's not what he really looks like, then that appearance needs to belong to someone significant. They're not going to show us that appearance and then just not use it. But I also think the reason we haven't gotten an official Yuzora render or official Yuzora art is because that's not what he looks like. Stilette says, I don't know. Keyblades kind of feel like Master of Masters' attempt to escape the land of fairy tales. Locked in a world of make-believe, whether each other, whether each wheeler know it or not. Yeah, I mean, look, inventing a weapon is likely to bring about violence, which would summon darkness. <sighs> Wildcat Diana says, do you think the Master's Defender is going to come back into play? It's now Ericus's grave, but when Ben recovers his memories, it will symbolize Ephemer and brain to him too. In a very weird and messed up way, I think it will come back into play. I think the Master's Defender is a very peculiar weapon. Uh, I don't want to say much because I want to do either a video or a podcast episode about it. So I don't want to say too much about it too soon. But I think Master's Defender is going to prove to be very, very important in the future of the series. The Child says, do you think Sora would become the King of Kingdom Hearts because Sora has the King motif? Yes. Um, without giving anything away. Well, I mean, this would give it away. But I'll say this. I think the series ends... I think the ending of the whole series. If you've seen the end of Advent Children, when Zack and Aerith have their farewell and go their way, I think Sora and Kairi are going to have a very similar send-off to what happened with Zack and Aerith in Advent Children. And I'll leave it at that. KQ says, yeah, loving the discourse. Let's keep it rolling. I mean, look, you guys still got shit uh, to say and talk about. We'll keep it rolling. Nicole Bates says, oh, wow, I arrived late. I'll probably go back to, to the start when this is over. Yeah, we went. We've been going. This podcast has been an hour and a half, um, hour and a half so far. Yeah, no, I want to do a whole video on how I think Kingdom Hearts will end, like very specifically. And I think it does end that way. I think it ends Sora and Kyrie hand in hand. They kind of transcend being as they know it and sort of become these guardians of Kingdom Hearts, these ethereal gardens of Kingdom Guardians of Kingdom Hearts, the King and Queen of Kingdom Hearts, who instead of like ruling from authority on high, are kind of just like the, the essence of all light and the essence of all like hearts and love and stuff like that. Master Devender, the shape of the E of Enoch. I don't know what Enoch is, but I know like the Book of Enoch. Does anyone think Xehanort will come back with all his knowledge as Master Xehanort? Preston Cody, I think it's a given. But I think young Xehanort is who we will see again. I think we could see old man Xehanort in a flashback or two. But if we see a physical Xehanort, it's going to be a young Xehanort. DJ says, I think about how Yuzora's body could be Riku's quadratum body. I think that's very possible. 
and also how Yazora has a lot of Kingdom Hearts reality symbols. Maybe the two ideas aren't separate, but they actually complement each other. That's very possible as well. Very possible as well. CK Gaming Channel says, if Sora dies, the sky dies. But it's not about dying, per se. So Kingdom Hearts is the story of death and rebirth. And, you know, since we're talking about Crisis Core, we'll get into that now. But there's a belief, right? In a lot of Eastern traditions and religions, there's... And even, like, I think the Samurai Bushido Code goes into this. I could be wrong, but... There's this idea that, like, if somebody lives their life forthrightly as a hero, right? Or lives it, lives their life in truth and love and justice, that there's this transcendence of being. That when you move on from life, it's not necessarily that you died, but that you've ascended to higher being. That's what really happens with Zack and Aerith in the Final Fantasy VII story. If we want to get into anime, you could think about Dragon Ball, right? Those with the strong wills keep their form in the next life. There's always been this idea. So the reason why in Crisis Core, Zack is able... And remember, the people who made Crisis Core and make it are very similar heads, similar num similar people that make the Kingdom Hearts series. But anyway, um, the reason why Zack is able to transcend is because he did embody the hero. He embodied the sacrificial hero. And because of that, he gets to like keep his form in the next life. I think something similar like that would happen to Sora and Kairi. I think they'd be... Such true embodiments of Kingdom Hearts, such true embodiments of light and love, that they wouldn't die, but they would ascend. And again, we've seen we've seen that in lots of ancient tradition traditions, like in uh, in ancient Egypt, they weigh your heart on on a scale against the feather of truth, and that really dictates what happens to you in the afterlife. Larkseen Sim says, as long as they're together, I'm fine. That's where I'm at, Larkseen Sim. That's where I'm at. I meant Enix like Square Enix. That's okay, that's great. Yeah, the E on the Defender Keyblade could very well be in reference to the E for Square Enix. Stilette says, sorry if my theories seem a bit out there. Don't apologize for that. Since Kingdom Hearts 1, I've had the weird feeling they're all trapped in the land of fairy tales created by the minds of real children. Yeah, no, I've thought about something like that too. I wonder if the reality the characters are existing in as it is now, if they're like in a false recreation of said reality and like you're saying they're all trying to break out of that i could easily see that that would be a very cute ending says nicole i think it's the way to end it it's like uh larkseen simp said as uh as long as they're together i'm happy valkyrie says greek mythology also says those of true heroism and worth go to elysium which is the equivalent of heaven Right, as opposed to like a purgatory style place or having to live life over again to correct their mistakes. There's this idea that if you like live your life again in like truth and love and harmony, that you can go to Elysium, you go to Valhalla, you you transcend and ascend being as it is. And I, I wonder, because so much of Kingdom Hearts is the story of death and rebirth. And I wonder, we're, we're in the middle of a rebirth for Sora, you know? A darkness is an ending, not a beginning, Arrakis. I wonder... If that's the ending that we're walking towards. I really, really wonder. Um, let's see. I'll take a few more questions and comments before wrapping us up here. Um, now that we are 90 minutes deep. But it's exciting, man. You know, there's nothing quite like Kingdom Hearts where Nomura can just drop a sigil like this. 
and it's enough to get us all thinking, enough to get us all going, enough to get us all theorizing. I, uh, I absolutely love it. Um, it's great. There's no series quite like Kingdom Hearts. You know, I've got a lot of love for a lot of different games, a lot of different universes, um, but Kingdom Hearts will always be one of my favorites for reasons just like this. Is it's, it's interesting enough to keep you talking with the slightest bit of breadcrumbs, man. You know? And I love that Nomura really does a good job of trying to tell the story through its visual presentation. You know? The truth is what you see with your eyes, not what you hear. And I think because things like localizations have a way of making things fuzzy, I think the series does as good of a job as it does to tell its story through its visual presentation. Kyora says, I love this series so much. I really do too. CK Gaming Channel says, Yuzora is the heart of the night sky. Basically, he's the sun. It, it's cool because he kind of had his own version of the final world that him and Sora uh, did battle in. You know? Valkyrie says, I also missed your comments on my thoughts of Demix being the third incarnation of player. Thoughts? Uh, we're going to get into that tomorrow, Valkyrie. Tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'm doing a whole podcast on Demix. So you're definitely going to want to be there for that. I'd be happy to address that idea. Um, that's a great idea. Orion says, imagine where it comes out and said that the symbol doesn't mean anything. You mean how they made it look obvious that the player was Xehanort and that turned out not to be it at all? Jesus. Lamb says, Nomura's writing is just so unique, it stands out a lot. Nomura and um, Nojima, the two of them together, have a writing style that's very unique. And I, I love... I love the whole of it, man. Okay. Zahir says, bruh, being in the Five Nights at Freddy community as well, these things can make us all go insane, but in a good way. Again, look, that's what we're here for. It brings us all together. We've all been hanging out here in the chat. All of you, right? Think about it. Everybody who's hanging out in this chat, we're from all over the freaking planet, man. And we're all just sitting in here chatting Kingdom Hearts, getting excited about the future, all over a damn tweet and a sigil. Nothing quite like it. I don't think Kingdom Hearts will ever have an ending personally. It's like Final Fantasy on steroids and can go on forever. I'll say this. Look, one day Nomura is not going to be around anymore. And I don't think you can have a Kingdom Hearts without Nomura. So I think there needs to be an ending. There needs to be a Nomura ending for his era. And then after he's done and maybe he retires or moves on to the next life. Um, if they start up, if they want to make more Kingdom Hearts stuff, they should just do it like in a different age. Just start all over and tell a story 5,000 years in the future or 100,000 years in the future and leave Nomura's sagas alone. That, that's, that's how I would feel. Wildcat Diana says, Nomura belongs to a generation of writers that are really good at explaining Eastern slash Buddhist ideas to an appealing audience. You know, I've always felt that, Diana. I always felt like they were sugaring the pill. Um, if you watch Reed Sailor Moon... Naoko Takayuchi, that is the same age as Nomura, does a similar list of tropes very well too. And you know, I see a lot of Sailor Moon influence on Nomura's art as well. I see a lot of that Sailor Moon influence there. Larxene Simp says, I wish I could have just said more than just jokey things, but my knowledge of the lore has disappeared. One of the reasons I'm replaying the series. Don't worry about it. Look, there's rooms for all kinds of comments here. So hang with us. We'll, we'll give you that refresher real quick. Princess Kyora says, if they do Kingdom Hearts without Nomura, I want them to continue with a new generation of characters, whether they're completely original or the kids of the current cast. I wouldn't even want kids of the current cast. Leave, leave Nomura's stuff alone, man. If he's not here, 
I don't trust. I just don't trust. I don't think Nomura wants a successor either. You know, if there was somebody that he was mentoring, right? If he had a protege and he passed it on to the protege, I would give that a shot. I would give that a shot. If he really had someone that he felt he was mentoring all these years and he could tell the audience with confidence, this story is safe in their hands. I'd give that a shot. Um, but a whole new team of people that didn't have anything to do with it, I don't know. Nomura is 52 years, so they need to do an end to the series at some point. I think the Lost Masters arc takes us to Kingdom Hearts 5. And then after Kingdom Hearts 5, we're going to go to Kingdom Hearts 7. And that's the end. That's the end of the Nomura arc. I really believe it. Because we're talking about between now and Kingdom Hearts 7, that's like 10 to 20 years. We're talking about a Nomura in his 70s at that point. There we go. Mookie's with me. Mookie's got my vibe. I think Kingdom Hearts will end with 7. 100%. So let's say, I don't, man, I don't know, man. Life continues, and I think Kingdom Hearts is bigger than Nomura, so it deserves to be continued, my humbled opinion. Look, I think it deserves a chance to be continued, Stilette, Um, but I think you have to leave Nomura and what he created alone. You can take the lore, right? You can take the Heartless, you can take the Nobodies, you can take all the lore he built, but catapult that story 100,000 years in the future, get a new cast, and tell a new story. I think when you start playing with an author's works after that author is gone, I think that's when things get muddy, as somebody was saying. Because at the end of the day, nobody knows Sora like Nomura knows Sora. So to me, I don't think anyone deserves to tell Sora's story but him. And if the future of Kingdom Hearts means that other devs take the series and do their own thing, doesn't mean we have to like it, doesn't mean it'll be good, but all I would care about is preserving and honoring Nomura's legacy. And I will, uh, I'll end the rant on that. Imagine if Kingdom Hearts 13 is the end of the Kingdom Hearts series. I mean, I would love that. I would love that. But I do agree. I think we're silly if we think this series ends. I do think they'll try to continue it after Nomura. If, it's, if it sucks, I'll be here to tell you it sucks. If it's good and it's worth a shot, I'll be here to tell you that. Um, but again, I would just want Nomura's legacy honored. Kingdom Hearts 5 sounds unreal. Will we ever get there? Seems scary. It seems so far away. It seems so far away. Um, but yeah, with that said, I think we're going in circles at this point. So I am going to wrap up the podcast here. If you are hanging on Twitch, please stick around. We're going to raid Shiki's Kakis, who's playing Bayonetta 2. Should be a fun watch. This was an amazing podcast. Thanks so much for hanging out, everybody. We're doing another podcast tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, all about Demix. We'll see you there. Got a lot of love for all of you. Thanks for making this a fun time. More uh, theories coming next week. Real excited, but we'll see you tomorrow. Peace and lots of love.